Welcome to Compliance Beat, the podcast for compliance and ethics professionals. We provide practical insights and answer your questions about compliance and ethics. Together, we'll stay up to date on current trends so that your program stays effective. Brought to you by Moorhead Compliance Consulting. Here's your host, Eric Moorhead. Welcome, and this week I'd like to talk a little bit about messaging for managers, and in particular, three important messages on compliance from managers. But first, I want to once again plug a free webinar that I will be doing in conjunction with the good good people over at SAI Global on Thursday, April 19th, 2018 at 1 p.m. Central. That would be 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, The title is The Relationship Between Ethics and Compliance in Business. I'll be conducting this wonderful free webinar Uh, with Timothy Glenn, who is the Associate Dean at Seton Hall University uh, Law School. And uh, for those of you who have CCEP, uh, you get 1.2 CCB CEUs. That's a tongue twister there. Say that five times too very fast. Uh, So if you're looking to get free credit for your CCEP um, and you need an hour or two, uh, to, to complete it, complete that. To come join us. Uh, we're gonna ha- we're hoping to have a really wide-ranging discussion about uh, the intersection between ethical culture and the more uh, structured approach of compliance programs. Should be very interesting. The prof- the dean has done research on this topic in the past, and will be sharing some of those insights. So please join us uh, next Thursday if you can. Uh, one area around communication, in particular communication for managers, that comes up pretty frequently is the topic. Um, I think that we're pretty comfortable, for the most part, putting together uh, manager toolkits or, or uh, manager care packages, if you will, however you characterize it, uh, information, PowerPoint uh, presentations, a, a short uh, memo. Uh, to to uh, to facilitate discussion on any number of compliance uh, topics, whether that's a specific compliance risk topic uh, like uh, anti-corruption or harassment, or whether it's a more general discussion about uh, an issue like reporting. Um, but one question I, const- I I get fairly frequently about these kinds of communications is, well, um, you know, we've talked about uh, the risks that we think are important, but what are other things? What are are other kind of key topics that our managers ought to be talking to their direct reports ar- around uh, compliance and, and and ethics? And I think there are three areas, and I've already accidentally mentioned one of them, but it's one that I think is. Uh, if any of these three that I'm going to talk about is is uh, more commonly discussed, it's it's speaking up, it's uh, reporting. But I think that um, there is a tendency uh, to make assumptions around reporting, and I see this not only in communication for managers and and typical communication packages, but I also see it in things like uh, code of conduct, where there's a reluctance, for example, to put the uh, reporting information, the hotline or helpline information, or uh, other contact information in multiple places within the code. They feel it's you know perhaps redundant. Uh, my philosophy about reporting and encouraging reporting is you can nev- never do it too much. Uh, this is something that uh, it should be first and foremost as, as far as your communication and messaging go. So if you're not, uh, and in fact I would say, 
when you are putting together materials, if you are doing that for your managers, uh, whether you're talking about anti-corruption or harassment or data security or whatever it might be, there needs to be a subtopic there. There needs to be some discussion uh, that loops in the aspect of asking questions and reporting and, and reporting concerns uh, in any kind of discussion. It needs to be uh, repeated. Uh, uh, if you think you're repeating it too much, repeat it once again. Um, reporting can never, in my mind, be uh, discussed enough. It's, it's really uh, important. And along with that discussion, hand-in-hand uh, hand with the discussion of speaking up, asking questions, reporting concerns, always ought to be some discussion of retaliation or non-retaliation. Uh, there should be a discussion about the fact that it's never uh, okay to retaliate or uh, that if you have been retaliated against, that is going to be handled, uh, that retaliation will never be tolerated within the organization, that there's a zero tolerance policy towards that. That also is one of those messages that just can't be reinforced enough. Well, you say, well, Eric, why do you feel that way? Why do you feel that we need to continue to uh, you know, talk uh, about reporting and retaliation? We feel like we talk about it a lot. Well, the, the proof is in the pudding, folks. Uh, if you look at um, uh, culture survey results, if you look at any kind of employee survey results where the questions are asked around reporting and in particular reluctance to report, uh, it, the number one reason, in, you're in, you're out, doesn't matter what kind of industry you're in, doesn't matter how big you are, doesn't matter what your footprint is, the number one reason why people don't come forward when they observe misconduct or have questions is because they fear retaliation. Now, that's the important concept there, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. They fear retaliation. There may not actually be any retaliation. There may not have actually uh, been retaliated. They would never perhaps have been retaliated against if they had come forward, but they fear it. Now, why do they fear it? Because they haven't gotten the message yet, or they haven't believed the message that has been uh, presented to them by whomever has presented that message in the past. And oftentimes it's because that message is being presented by us, uh, the compliance officers or the lawyers that are off somewhere uh, at the headquarters or somewhere, you know, somewhere far away in our ivory towers. Uh, uh, you know, we can say it all day long. The CEO can say it all day long. It doesn't really matter until the local supervisor or manager, the person that they deal with day in, day out, who is their main point of contact, says it. I've said this before. This concept that all culture is local, so ethical culture is local. Uh, the the uh, reporting and retaliation message has to come from the manager. So even if it's plastered all over those posters, all over the walls, everywhere, even if it's in the code of conduct 15 different times, even if you send out an email uh, once a week uh, with your uh, uh, compliance and ethics newsletter uh, talk, and, and talks about reporting at the... Uh, at the bottom of that message. It doesn't matter until it comes out of the mouth of their manager. So that is the number one thing that managers need to be talking about. And it needs to be repeated and it needs to be a part of their regular litany uh, that people should come forward, ask questions, report concerns. There will be zero tolerance for retaliation. That has to get done 
uh, more important than any other message out there as a, from my perspective. Um, and then you'll hopefully start to see some difference in those numbers, those kind of hard to eradicate numbers that you'll see in your culture survey around fear of retaliation. Uh, if they hear it from the people that they respect and trust most, that they deal with on a regular basis, and if they believe it, uh, then uh, we should see uh, some movement there on those numbers that are traditionally very hard to move. The second area that I think is really important for managers to talk about is just the importance of compliance, just the importance of the program, the importance of having an ethical culture. Uh, this whole business case for compliance that we've talked about many times on this podcast and elsewhere, uh, uh, what's now often called a return on ethics. The notion that the commercial aspects of the business cannot be separated from the culture, the aspirational uh, ethical culture of the organization, that if you're trying to move the company forward in a commercial way, that also means that the culture needs to improve and support the commercial aspirations of the company. So make sure that amongst all of the uh, proselytizing uh, about uh, uh, harassment or uh, anti-corruption or antitrust or uh, uh, data security, data privacy, all those things that have to be talked about, including reporting, uh, make sure that there's some airtime uh, about why we do this in the first place. Um, it's not just, you know, it is true that it's partly we ought to do this, that we ought to be ethical and we ought to uh, conduct our business this way. But there are also some really bottom line, serious commercial reasons why we need to have compliance and ethics. And just because we discuss that against, again, amongst ourselves, uh, when we talk about compliance, uh, compliance Compliance officers talk to each other, or you talk amongst the executives or the managers of the, or, of the organization. This can be a message that is universal, a message that is delivered into the entire organization uh, that that shows the the critical uh, importance to the enterprise of compliance in moving forward on all of the goals, the commercial goals of the organization. So put aside some time uh, that you would maybe not normally put aside. Uh, to, to prepare and provide some data, some background, some information for managers around uh, return on ethics or the business case for compliance. If you want some ideas, you can go back and listen to some of the podcasts we've done in the past where we talked about that. Um, we'll do that in the future as well. Um, but there's data out there that you can collect uh, and provide to managers to make that case. And it's important, again, they're the most important communication vessel that you have for compliance and ethical culture at your organization, and they need to be talking about the why of this. They need to explain to uh, their reports, to, to all of the employees that are out there, uh, about why this is so important. And that kind of leads into the third thing that I think needs to be reinforced more in manager communication to employees about compliance, and that's that everyone has a role. Compliance is the job, not just of, again, some lawyers and some far off ivory tower or some compliance officers or auditors or you know senior managers far, far away. Compliance is a role that is conducted on a day-to-day -day basis all over the enterprise from top to bottom. And compliance is a role that everybody occupies. 
compliance and uh, uh, building and improving an ethical culture of the organization is a responsibility that is shared across the board. That's another important message. It's a relatively simple message. Uh, uh, it's something, uh, again, uh, like the first concept of, of reporting, speaking up, you know, that seems very simple, but it's something that needs to be discussed on a regular basis, needs to be um, uh, sort of beat into the culture of the organization, if you will, that this isn't just some, uh, again, uh, compliance officer or lawyer from the main office that says that we need to talk about these things every, uh, every, every month. Uh, so we need to set aside some time so that we can then get on to the business of doing business. No, this is something that we live every day. And it's important for managers to be able to relate uh, whatever compliance talk topic they're talking to, talking about, into the everyday operations of the organization. That's That'll help with both uh, showing that everybody has a role and that role is important and everybody needs to fulfill it, but also help them with that help with the second point too of, of showing the value, the return on ethics, the, the importance business drivers behind having a compli compliance program that works and having an ethical culture. Uh, employees need to feel invested in this. I mean, that's really what this comes down to. Uh, it, it, you know, if, if something, is uh, important enough that it becomes a responsibility for you, then it is something that rises in, in the level of importance in your daily activities. Um, if it's somebody else's problem, <laughs> then it becomes somebody else's problem, right? Uh, they're, they're less likely to be engaged if they don't feel that they have a stake or responsibility. And I think that's the way to explain it, is to, is to have both sides of it, is to say everybody has a stake in this, uh, if things don't go well, if we have a, a, a failure, if misconduct occurs that causes us to uh, veer off track on our goals, uh, then everybody else, uh, the, the enterprise will not meet its goals and everybody's uh, uh, aspirations will suffer. Uh, and on the other side, uh, it's a responsibility. Um, and if we uh, are going to be doing our best job and doing all the things that we need to do, to complete our job responsibilities, one, one of those things is to be aware of the compliance program and what we need to know and what we need to do uh, and understand that everybody has a role, if nothing else, in that very first point, which is speaking up and asking questions and reporting concerns. And I've kind of glossed over that first part of that, which is asking questions. Uh, shot through all of this, uh, speaking up, uh, talking about uh, the, the, the commercial importance of compliance and talking about everybody's role, all of that is a give and take. All, you know, this is not necessarily uh, setting up a situation where the manager is just delivering some canned material and then they move on to the next topic. Uh, do your best in all of this, not only in these three topics, but any topic that you want a manager to discuss with your uh, employees uh, that it become just that a discussion that there is a a there's room made for this to be a two-way channel where people are comfortable asking questions not only in the moment when they're being delivered this material but down the road when you expect them to come forward if they have questions or concerns uh, if it's not a dialogue uh, then there's uh, there, there's not little opportunity for people to feel invested to feel that they have a role and to really understand the importance of it
So those are three topics that I, I think um, get short shrift. And I know many of you are saying, well, we talk about reporting all the time. Do you really do, 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 the, man, do the managers talk about reporting? I mean, you really need to look into that. Uh, I know you probably talk about reporting all the time, but you need to find out what the managers are, are saying. What, what, what are the messages that they're delivering to their direct, direct reports around compliance? I think you might be surprised. So that's uh, something to consider. Um, once again, uh, I, if you are looking for uh, a little bit of free uh, CCBCEU time, if you're a CCEP uh, uh, licensed uh, uh, compliance officer, please uh, join us uh, on Thursday, April 19th at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern. I'll put the uh, in the show notes for this podcast the link to sign up for this pod for this um, sorry webinar, uh, the relationship between ethics and compliance in business uh, that we're uh, co-sponsoring uh, and putting on with SAI Global, and we sure thank them and we thank you. And in the interim, if you have any questions for us, uh, any topics you'd like us to discuss in the future, as always, uh, you can go to our website at compliancebeat.com. Uh, you can email me directly at eric at moreheadconsulting.com, uh, and we'd be happy to hear from you. So until next time, thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Compliance Beat. Check out our website, compliancebeat.com. This podcast is brought to you by Moorhead Compliance Consulting. Be sure to check us out at moreheadconsulting.com.